welcome to the Unhurried Moments podcast. I'm Johnny Moore. I'm collecting stories of when people's sense of time was disrupted. And in today's episode, author and leadership coach David Singer tells of a trip to a mining town in northern Canada where he worked with First Nations people. Working alongside the elder, Earl Duncan, he chose to work with them using a circle process. Much in the First Nations perspective, the circle is very, very powerful. And uh, Earl Duncan actually taught me that many times when First Nations people speak about something important, they circle around until they get to uh, where they need to go. And so patience is uh, very important. Anyway, uh, this Monday I was teaching groups in counseling, and there was about 35 participants. And I always start with a check-in, and I thought, I'm going to ask a pretty significant question and give people an opportunity to check in. And I'm thinking it might take two hours because I thought it was a pretty big question. Um, And so we sat around in a circle, and I used to take a small rock with me. Um, We're sitting around in a circle just in chairs, and I, I put the rock in the middle. And I said to them, we're going to check in today. And I'd like you to check in by responding to a question. And here's the question. What was it like to grow up in your family? And then I waited. Now, the average teacher's response wait time is 1.8 seconds. In fact, I've seen some research that suggests it's even gotten shorter. And I think when you ask a good question, you've got to give some time for the response to occur. I knew this. I knew that I needed to extend my response wait time beyond 1.8 seconds, but it literally extended not to two minutes, not to four minutes, not to six minutes. No one has talked yet. And the way it always worked is the person, someone would choose to begin. I never told anyone to start. Someone would pick up the rock and then we'd have to go around the circle until the rock got back to the first person. I'm looking at my watch and I'm thinking, my gosh, we're over seven minutes. Maybe I shouldn't have asked this question. Maybe I should lay over another question. Maybe I should do something different. And then someone picked up the stone and began to talk about what it was like to grow up in their family. Even in recalling this, I I can feel the emotion now, uh, the disclosures that began to occur. And the first person took a fairly long period of time. And I thought, oh my gosh, we're not going to be done before lunch. In fact, it was much more than that, Johnny. Uh, We went for 35 hours to go once around a circle for 35 people to talk about what was it like to grow up in their family. And the way a talking circle works in First Nations culture, at least the way I was working with it, is you don't respond with empathic remarks. You don't uh, do necessarily encouragements or a lot of crosstalk. You just give the person the space and they pass the object uh, when they're done. And I became concerned about Thursday at lunch that I wasn't even going to be able to get back to Winnipeg because we would never finish by Friday. But groups have their own innate sense of timing, and and we did take uh, 35 hours.
I guess for most of us, the idea of a check-in, the introductions round of a meeting, lasting 35 hours spread out over a whole week, might seem pretty inefficient. But sometimes clock time is not the best way to assess the effectiveness of what we're doing, as David goes on to explain. Now, someone could say, David, you didn't teach curriculum on groups and counseling, but I think the most important group we often start with is our own family. And even more importantly, because they were counselors, there's a, a brilliant line by Robert Bly who said, our wounds transformed become our gifts to our community. And I think in some ways that process was a way for many of the students to work at uh, transforming their wounds and healing their wounds. Because you, you can't be a good counselor if it just touches into your wound so much that you lose sight of the people you're working with. Uh, really, uh, you need to transform your wounds so you can be fully attentive uh, to the other, and yet wounds have a way of bringing attention to themselves. So I, I really feel that that uh, 35 hours was one of the most successful courses I've ever taught, and it was all based on one question. This story reminds me that my friend the author Rob Poynton sometimes says, the people are the content. Sometimes we need to let go of our plans for what we're going to teach people and trust in their actual lived experience being shared. This has been the Unhurried Moments podcast and I've been Johnny Moore. You can find out more at the website unhurried.org and I hope you'll join me again soon.